Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Marv on Air. Today is Monday, and you know what that means. Football was on Sunday. Football will be tonight. We got a lot of football to talk about, okay? It's time for my first takeaway. And boy, do I have a lot to talk about, okay? What is this segment, you might ask? Well, basically, I am a college student. I don't have a lot of time, so I'm just going to write one thing down from every single game. And that's what I'm going to say about that game. I'm not going to go super in-depth. If you want a super short rundown on what happened this weekend, what I think of it, here you go. This is exactly what that segment is. All right, first up, we'll start with the Patriots. Burn the whole facility. This is horrendous, okay? I cannot even hardly fathom being in this situation. I, I didn't think we were going to go to the Super Bowl this year. No one obviously thought we were going to go to the Super Bowl this year. But getting beat 34-0 to by the Saints, unacceptable on every level. Every level. My God. What did we lose last week? It was like 38-3? to Yes, 38-3. to And the thing last week was, it was the Cowboys. Now, I'm like, I'm convincing myself, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, the Cowboys are like pretty good. Like, we're, you know, we're okay. We... A loss is a loss, whether we lose by 35 or we lose by one. doesn't really matter. It's still a loss. Well, we, we'll get to the Cowboys in just a second, but they did not look very good last night on Sunday night, right? So then it's like, well, you know, there's a whole lot of things to weigh in here, but it doesn't really matter. Regardless, the bottom line is the Patriots stink. I don't like watching them. They're horrible to watch. I, it's actually like, I can't even get that fired up about it because it's just like depressing. It's so unlike Patriots football that I hate watching it. So my, my takeaway from that game was, I hope to God we go 1-16. I really do. At this point, I'm sick of being mediocre. I don't know if Bill Belichick is the answer at GM. Maybe get him out of there. Maybe he's a decent head coach, but we obviously have seen that without Tom Brady, he hasn't been putting up the best numbers. So I don't know what the the answer is to fixing the New England debacle, but I do know whatever we're trying is not working because we're 1-4 and and we just got beat down on by the Saints. That's not cool, guys. Not cool. All right? Just had to get that one off my chest. We'll go in chronological order now. Bears, Commanders, Thursday Night Football. Everyone thought this was going to be a dumpster fire of a game. Ended up being actually a pretty good game. 40-20 to 20 final score. And I just wrote down, wow, I don't know how that happened. That was actually crazy. Um, shout out the Bears for giving us a good game. And I thought the Commanders were going to come away with this one pretty easily. If you guys are wondering what my picks were, which you should check out um, every when, uh, that will be coming out Thursdays. No, they'll be coming out Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, myself, Redden, and Cole will all be picking the full slate of NFL games against the spread. If you want to see what I did last week, it wasn't my best week, that's for sure. Um, but we have a good time with that. So, obviously, you can tell I thought the Commanders were going to win that one. They didn't. They got kind of blown out. And my question now is, what's going on in Bears camp? What Are we, are we just trying to win games now? It doesn't seem like that was what was going on before, so... Uh, yeah, I literally just wrote down, I don't know how that happened. Jags-Bills, this one was Sunday morning. I love Sunday morning football. I really do. You get football from Central Time, 8.30 to about 11 p.m. I mean, it's a full day. The only break comes between the 3 and the 7 o'clock games, you know? So I'm not complaining at all. I love, love London football because we get it all day long. And now this one, obviously we saw a lot of 
Bills turmoil in this game. A lot of upset Bills players because they got beat by the Jags, right? A team that just a few years ago kind of was like bottom of the barrel. And uh, I don't know if that's still around in players' heads or if they're on the same wavelength that I am where the Jags are actually going to be potentially some contenders, maybe not for the Super Bowl, but definitely going to be in the playoffs in my opinion. And I think the biggest thing to take away here is that it's not that the Bills stink, okay? The Bills may be 3-2. and two. They lost that opener in a really weird circumstance. Then they ripped off three, and then they lose to the Jags. But you got to remember, the Jags spent the whole week in London, okay? And I don't think that that's – I think that played a big role, okay? I don't think that's something to write off. So, yes, the Bills did lose that game, and they did not look great in that game. Josh Allen did not look like his best self. But the Jags had been there all week. They didn't have to deal with jet lag as much this week. You're in, you're in London for a week and a half. Jet lag is not going to be as bad as it has been for four days. Myself, I've never gotten jet lag, so I can't like speak on that myself. But I would imagine, right? Put, me, put it down in the comments below if you've ever had to experience jet lag. Next game, I've got Titans-Colts. Okay? This one was an individual mashup, obviously. Um, the biggest takeaway here is Richardson's shoulder. Uh, and then obviously, like before the game, we had JT come back. He got his, his contract. He had six carries for 18 yards in this game. And then Moss just dropped a casual 30-point bomb on fantasy. Uh, he had two touchdowns and 165 yards. So my thing with this is uh, we were kind of hyping up the Titans in our, our NFL preview, which I beg of you, please come check it out on Wednesdays. It's a lot of fun. That's, doing these on my own kind of stinks. If you come in when we got the whole group here, there's a much better vibe, okay? It's not just me rambling away. So if you're on the podcast right now, leave a review. That helps us out a lot. And if you're on YouTube right now, come back on Wednesday. Trust me, Tuesday, we'll be doing uh, Tuesday trivia, so you'll obviously want to see that. But Wednesday, we've got the full set, guys. Like, we got everyone in here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Regardless of the selfless promo there, we were high on the Titans. And I think what I have written on here is that the Colts are a slept-on team. Does that mean they're going to win the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. I do not think that will happen. But I do think we need to stop writing them off so much, kind of like what I said about the Cardinals last week. I don't think they're necessarily a team that we just automatically say, huh, yeah, whoever they're playing, yeah, they'll get them. They'll probably cover. So I think this is definitely a sign of the Colts being good because especially when you look at the box score, and I think Anthony Richardson, I think he went out like the second He's definitely the first half. I really hope it was in the first half for my own mental sake because I'm pretty sure it was in the first half. But Gardner Minshew is a pretty good backup. Okay, so it's not like if Anthony Richardson's out, the Colts are going to just have to tank this year. Like, no, Gardner's actually winning games for him. So uh, I like that the Colts are playing up to kind of what we thought they were going to be. Well, no. They're playing more than what we thought they were going to be this year, not even close to what we thought they were going to be last year. But regardless, the Titans do look rough, but it was also against the Colts, so it's like I think the Colts are better than people are expecting. That's my takeaway. I don't think the Titans are bad. I think the Colts are better than we thought. Long-winded answer there. Ravens-Steelers. Okay, this one was interdivisional as well, and it, both teams were 2-2 two two going into this game. Steelers win 10-17, to and the Steelers put it together late. That's really what happened in this game. Now, the, what, what does this mean? Wait, no. They wouldn't have both been 2-2. Two and two. I'm dumb. It would have been 3-1 and one and 2-2. Two and two. So the Ravens were kind of trying to defend here. Steelers were trying to claw their way back into the NFC North. I need to do my research better, man. I think that was just a math error. Like, I'm not a math major. But regardless, 
the Steelers are still in the NFC North conversation, and I think that Ravens' fall-off that we talked about last week, which is what I was expecting, could be coming sooner rather than later. Maybe they just delayed the inevitable. Panthers-Lions. Panthers, 0-5. Lions, 4-1. The Lions are legit. That's what I have on here. And, side note, Thielen, if you don't have him in your fantasy league, pick him up because he's sick. He is pretty sick. I got him in the draft because I was like, who the hell else is going to score points for the Panthers? Uh, it's pretty much the exact right diagnosis on that one. So uh, not to toot my own horn, but just to say you should pick up Thielen if he is not available in your – if he's not uh, claimed in your league. But that's really all that needs to be said about that one. Panthers kind of stink. Lions, they're the real deal. They were able to put up 42. I mean, it doesn't really matter who you're going up against. It's still the NFL. If you can put up 42, you're pretty good. Texans-Falcons. Okay, this one was tough. This one was, I believe, a true two and two. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Man, if not, I really should probably drop physics. So the Texans lose this one 21-19 on a late last-second field goal. Uh, This one was tough, okay? And really what I got here was that the Falcons can stay in games, and the Texans couldn't hold them at the end. I believe they scored with like a minute and a half to go, and they let the Falcons drive the field just get in field goal range, burn the clock down to one second, let Koo kick it in, game over, right? And obviously we all know Koo is very much capable of doing that. So it was never a question, and I don't think they were even that far out, like 35, 38 yards or something like that, which is automatic for him. So I was high on the Texans. I'm not necessarily off them yet. I do think C.J. Stroud played really well, but I don't think we are ready to crown this team as like an AFC South champion. Like they do still have flaws. As for the Falcons, they just stay close in every game. Like they're going to – it's like the Raiders. Um all right, Giants Dolphins, 16 to 31. Dolphins take this one, move to 4 and 1. Giants are down to 1 and 4. Not a great start to the season for the Giants. What I've written down is the Dolphins get right. They lost to the uh, Bills last week and they just kept their, you know, ship pointed in the right direction and they're they're on their way. I think Tyreek had like 186 yards and a touchdown something like that and uh it's it is what it is. That's The Dolphins are going to Dolphin. I'm just glad that they didn't completely tank because I want to watch them do really well all year long. They beat out the 90, or was it like 01 Rams, the greatest show on turf, whatever year that is. Um, their most yards through five games record, they beat it by like a couple, I think it was like 40 or something like that. I'm, I don't know. But they, they beat that record and uh, just goes to show how fun they are to watch. And if you pay attention closely, you'll see that the whole NFL is essentially taking over their philosophy like with these short motions that are getting fast fast wide receivers in motion early and like to get turned up field right when the snap comes Mike McDaniel started that and you if you just look for that you will see it in these games I it's becoming more and more and more common Bengals Cardinals Bengals get a must win here they were one and three going into this game Cardinals were one and three as well but I think here it's also important to think that the Cardinals are not horrible, right? Like, they're still a decent team. I, they're 1-4 through 5, but it feels like they could easily be 3-2. and two. Um, So I wouldn't write off the Cardinals in any capacity. Not to do anything special, but just like in most games, like what I was saying with the Colts. Like, it feels like they can definitely be in most games. They're probably going to get a couple of ridiculous spreads, but those are the ones we got to look for them to cover, right? Um, Eagles Rams Eagles moved five and zero, and I have Eagles can win any type of game. I don't think it really matters if it's a shootout or, uh, you know, what type of team they're playing because they're able to play their own type of game very well. They just slow it down, 
10 minute drives. If it's a field goal at the end, they still burn 10 minutes of clock. I think they looked really good. And I think the Rams are really good too, but they just, the Eagles defense is actually solid, only held the Rams to 14. Cooper Cup's return. Um, I like the Eagles. I think a lot of people are down on the Eagles right now for some reason. I'm not really, they're just not believers in them when compared to other NFC teams, which we'll get to in a second here. But the Eagles, I think, are a team that we shouldn't necessarily be writing off in any capacity. I can't think of a reason to, especially when they're 5-0. People point to their schedule say their schedule's kind of been weak so far. And I don't think we just have to see uh, a loss out of them to see really where their flaws are more than right now. Like if people are pointing to, oh, they're staying close with like these teams that we didn't think were very good. Well, first off, is your evaluation of those teams correct? And second off, good teams will just win, right? That's exactly like what the Chiefs did. Chiefs came out, beat the Vikings 27-20. I took the Vikings to cover. I thought they were going to get it figured out. They are now 1-4, and four, and I have written down, is it time for the Vikings to just tank? Are they going to trade Kirk away? What's going on with Kirk? Uh, with uh, Justin Jefferson? He's coming up in the final year of his contract. Kirk is going to be hitting the free agency. I mean, I just don't know what the Vikings' plan of attack here is because you need to rip off some wins with four already four losses already in the chamber. You need to get on your horse ASAP, especially with the Lions in that division who appear to be a very, very good team. So I don't know what's going to happen to the Vikings this year, but we did draw from that. The Chiefs will just continue to win. Whether or not it was from the help of the refs, uh, I will not comment on because I don't want to get caught up in that. But... Vikings, big question marks there. Jets and Broncos faced off. Um, that was a 3 o'clock game, I believe, and the Jets really just showed up for Hackett. That's what I have down here. It wasn't like a super crazy game or anything. There wasn't like, felt like it was just like a normal NFL game, but really what it came down to was the Jets came, stood up for Hackett, who kind of got dunked on by Sean Payton this summer and uh, pushed the Broncos to 1-4, and four, which is kind of where I was expecting them to be. A lot of people thought Sean Payton was going to turn this franchise around. I don't really see any reason why they would think that. Um, and it's come to show that they – I mean, it's weird because they have weapons, right? Like, Russ used to be really good. Pat Sertan, you know, Cortland Sutton. Like, they have guys. Jerry Judy, I'm pretty sure, still plays there. But you never even can tell. Like, why are the Broncos so bad? I really just don't get it. But the Jets got that kind of revenge game, if you will, by 10. Okay. Sunday Night Football, 49ers-Cowboys. All I have here, oh my God, the Niners are good. <laughs> and that's really all it comes down to. Purdy went 17-24 with 252 yards and four touchdowns. I am sick of the Purdy slander, and that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to hear anymore that he's in a good system and that his system is the reason he's any good and – that he's probably wouldn't be any good anywhere else, and that Mac Jones would be just as good as Brock Purdy in this system. Trust me, as a Patriots fan, I don't think that's true. Obviously, I'm from Iowa State. If you're still watching this far and you didn't know, welcome to the channel. I appreciate you. Purdy was unbelievable on Sunday night. And yes, he was making all the correct reads, but first off, not every quarterback is doing that in this league. Second off, did you not see that? Like, there was times where the pocket would collapse, and he's literally stepping up and just 
on a dime and because he knows that it's going to be open. Like, he, he can read the defense. So he's like, I don't need to get out of the pocket here, which would eliminate the window of time for that throw to be made. I'm going to wait, wait, wait. I know I'm going to have enough time. I trust my line, and I need to release it right now. And he would get it every single time. It felt like he was always, always, always on point, and it was very fun to watch. And I'm just sick of people not putting – like, he's not like hardly in the MVP conversation. I believe his odds have moved up. The, the books are catching on. Conversations around football watchers do not think he should be like in this conversation, and I don't know why. Is it because he was picked last? Is it because he went to Iowa State? Is it because he plays for Kyle Shanahan? People are just like, oh, well, anybody can be successful when you have CMC, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk. Like, yeah, of course he's good. Name another quarterback who's considered elite right now who has no weapons. I will wait. Because the only one you can make an argument for is Pat. And, I mean, he's got Kelsey. So, yes, it's only like one elite guy. But when you have Reed as a coach, you also have that. So it's like, and he had Hill in the past. So I don't know. I'm just saying Brock Purdy is the real deal. And I'm sick of people not getting behind this guy. Now, tonight we've got Packers Raiders. Uh, The Packers are plus one and a half, which... Right now, they're or on my board, I have them at minus one. That's what we picked them at last Wednesday. Uh, that line's been flipping. It's pretty interchangeable. I believe Aaron Jones is questionable, and Devontae Adams is expected to play if you are placing any wagers. I don't know if I'll have this up. I, I just, just now got a tweet from Ian Rappaport. Aaron Jones is officially inactive, and Devontae Adams is officially active. That's a crazy timing for that tweet. But um, I'm going to stick with the Packers pick. I will even take him at the minus one. I like that. I know the Raiders will play everyone close, but I do like Jimmy G, or I do like Jordan Love more than I like Jimmy G. I'm going to see if I can maybe put a few bets down on this game. If they hit, maybe I'll do that next week. Let me know if you guys want to see bets in this preview. If not, I won't do it because I don't have exactly great luck. So with that being said, I'm going to go get this edited, put it up for you guys. And uh, tomorrow is Trivia Tuesday, so hope to see you then. Wednesday, we'll be doing the NFL Slate preview for next week. Thursday, we'll be doing a Girl Breaks Down football. And Friday, college football preview. If you want to see that, I'm very excited to see what Hunter brings this week. Last week was our most electric pod of all time. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. I'll link it in the cards right here. Um, And yeah, if you're watching, if you got this far, huge props. That's really cool. There's like five of you guys that do that. So shout out, comment down below. I will chat you guys out. Obviously, I know it's like mom, dad, uh, but there's like a couple guys that are on the show that watch this whole thing. But if you are a fan that watches this, follow me on Twitter, uh, share the show, whatever you got to do. I appreciate it. I really do. Because doesn't work without you guys. So with that being said, I will see you guys tomorrow. Enjoy the game tonight and be ready for some trivia. Deuces!